1: follow button the following program is brought to you by bridgeway community church today is an encore presentation of real talk with dr david anderson we're not taking your calls today enjoy the show
2: Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone, watching me on Facebook Live, thanks a lot for tuning in there. And, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA. 105.1 FM, right here in the nation's capital and all of the surrounding metropolitan areas. Thank you so much uh, for tuning in and listening. 105.1, way to go. Hey, well, listen, if you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. First of all, we've got Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays. That's today. And then open phone-in Fridays tomorrow Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. But today is Theological Thursday, and I want to talk to you about the theology of good success. We've been talking about success earlier in the week. We talked about the barriers to success. But what about the theology of good success? What do you believe about it? Because what you believe about it and what you believe the scriptures say about it is really going to give you a mindset and a framework uh, that will help you. Or, hurt you know, if you don't believe God wants you to be successful, if you don't believe uh, financial material success or business success or or, uh, the only success is spiritual success in your relationship with the Lord, if you believe that that's the only kind of success, then it's going to send you down a certain path. If you believe that that is core and central to all things you do, then it's going to give you a different philosophy of how you approach life. So that's what I want to talk about today, the theology of good success. If you have a question about success, godly success, good success, business success, financial success, if you have a question about success, give me a call. It's a call-in talk show. My goal is to be your coach, to help you out, to you know, not only learn from you, and we learn from one another, uh, many other listeners are smarter than I am on topics, uh, but also to learn from the Word of God. We've got God's Word to help us. My phone number, if you want to call me while I'm live in studio, is 888 432 7434. That number, once again, is 88843 Bridge. So uh, you can give me a call right now. I'm going to go to a word of prayer and commit our time to the Lord as I always do at the beginning and the end of the show. So let's bow now. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you are an ultimate success because you did exactly what you purposed to do. Would you help us to do the same? And we commit today's show and every one of my listeners and viewers. Uh, over to you now in the name of Jesus we pray together everyone said amen and amen well do you believe god wants you to be a success word topic. now of course uh if you want to give me a call my number in studio is triple eight four three bridge so that's my number in studio of course a couple of other ways you can get a hold of me andersonspeaks.com Uh, Or EmbraceGracism.com. You can get a lot of information on me, on the show, and how you can connect with me outside of our time on the air by going to one of two of those websites, uh, EmbraceGracism.com or uh, AndersonSpeaks.com. I'm also the pastor of a church called Bridgeway Community Church, so you can always go to Bridgeway.cc, Bridgeway.com. CC. So does God want us to be a success? Well, first of all, in Proverbs 16, 3, I read this uh, just several uh, months ago or, or, or days ago. Uh, but Proverbs sixteen three is a good proverb that says, commit to the Lord whatever you do and your plans will succeed. I love the verse because, first of all, it's talking about putting God first. You want to commit whatever you're thinking to the Lord. So that's the first thing. But it says, whatever you do, commit to the Lord whatever you do. So whether you're a homemaker or whether you are an entrepreneur, whatever you do, commit it to the Lord. So it starts with the Lord and your plans will succeed. It ends with, with, uh, you know, you having some planning, you have to be a planner. You have to, uh, come up with your plans. Sometimes people are like, I just want God's plans. No, you want God's will, but God gives you freedom to make plans. All right. Now you need his wisdom in the planning, but you know, the plans aren't sacred, but the vision and the goal is. And so plans may change. But commit those plans to the Lord. Commit whatever you do to the Lord, and your plans will succeed. Uh, So the Lord's at the beginning. The Lord's also at the end. In verse 4, it says, the Lord works out everything for his own ends. So God is going to work it all out. All right? But God desires you to be a success. Now, there's a way to be a success, and sometimes we don't know what success uh, means. But uh, we see it in the life of Jesus because in John 17, it makes it really, really clear. When he's praying Uh, To the Father. He knows he's about to go back to the Father. Guess what he says in John 17, verse 5? Jesus says, And now, Father, glorify me in your presence with the glory I had with you before the world began. And so now he knows he's about to go back uh, to the Lord, but he goes on to say, That I've completed everything that you have given me to do. That's how you know you've been a success, when you've completed everything that the Lord gave you to do. All right. So that's a good definition of success, completing what God has given me to do. It says in uh, chapter 17, verse four of John, I have bought, uh, no, it says, uh, I have brought you glory on the earth, completing the work you gave me to do, completing the work you gave me to do. What has God given you to do? All right. So you have your plan, you have God's purpose, when they intersect and you put God first, then that should eventuate into success. But let me ask you a question. Do you believe that God wants you to be a success? If you do, and you want somebody to walk with you over the next few minutes to talk about how you can plan and what the next step is for you to move toward that success, whatever that means for you, give me a call while my lines are wide open. All right, I'm opening them now before I go uh, to my break. Here's the number, 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. Let me run to my commercial break right now, and as soon as I get back, I'm taking your phone calls. Do you believe God wants you to be a success? And if so, how are you going to get there? Well, I want to help you out. You want me to coach you, walk with you? I'm looking forward to it. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson
1: the multicultural ministry handbook what is multicultural ministry how does it affect me why is it important If you want to know the answers to these and many other questions, then the Multicultural Ministry Handbook is a must-read. This story was modeled on the pioneering planting of Bridgeway Community Church, where founding pastor Dr. David Anderson had the vision for a dynamic, diverse, grace-filled place. Authored by a group of folks who've been doing ministry together for many years, this book is a testimony of personal journeys and practical ideas for any church with the desire to do life as God would have us do it. The Multicultural Ministry Handbook, published by InterVarsity Press, can be purchased at your local bookstore, Amazon.com or Andersonspeaks.com.
2: walked into your basement and there was that smell, you weren't quite sure what it was, mold, mildew, cracks, or blistered paint in your walls, well, listen, you need to call Best Buy Waterproofing. They'll come by, give you a free inspection, and they'll let you know, is it water wreaking havoc on the foundation of your home? They have more than 30 years of experience, and they're ready to give you and all my listeners a free basement inspection. All you got to do is give them a call, 844 9 3707 One more time. Here's the number, eight four four nine eight zero thirty seven zero seven. 980 3707 or check them out at BestBywaterproofing.com. And by the way, if you do business with them, they'll donate $500 to support my radio ministry. So give them a call, Best Buy Waterproofing.
3: To join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson, just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I N S P I R E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson.
2: It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For those who are on Facebook Live, we're coming up shortly. They've got some technical issues there at Facebook, but it's coming up, Uh, so hold on, all right? And those of you who are listening to me on WAVA 105.1 FM, thanks a lot for tuning in. Here is my number if you want to give me a call. We're we're talking today about the theology of good success, 888-432-7434. One of the small businesses that I get behind to help become a success is Christopher's Barber Studio. Not only do I get my hair cut there and get that fresh fade like I did yesterday, Kent cut my hair uh, yesterday, but uh, it's a good shop. It's clean and a a lot of good fun, and uh, the prices aren't bad. And and most of all, you can get in, get that fresh fade, make sure you're looking sharp uh, for work or for uh, your, your, your church on Sunday. It's in Elkridge, Maryland. You can learn more by going to com. Now my number again is 888 bridge My question, do you believe God wants you to be a success? And if so, how can we help create a path to get you there? Give me a call right now. Let's go to Washington DC and talk to Joseph. Who's on the line. Hello, Joseph, Dr. Anderson here. How are you?
4: All right. Yourself, Dr. Anderson. I thank you for taking my call.
2: The pleasure. The pleasure is all mine. How can I serve you today?
4: Dr. Anderson, I've I've, I've had a series of medical setbacks that has put me on the brink of financial disaster.
2: Mm. Um,
4: I have property, and unfortunately, uh, I can't tap into the equity of the property. I've had like Four thousand dollars in equity in the in the property that's great, but because of the you know um my credit gone you know south and everything due to the financial uh difficulties based on the medical uh issues that i encountered right i am I'm, I'm you know i'm I'm like stuck i'm like do I do a hard money loan to try to resolve my issue do I just outright sell it and just you know recoup and try to move on down the line and whatnot, and, you know, I'm, I'm stuck on analysis paralysis right now.
2: Understood. How long do you can you go like you're going right now? How long can you survive?
4: Not much longer. <laughs> okay. Not much longer. This has been an issue going on since August of last year.
2: Yeah, because there's a couple of ways to look at it. One, you could sell the property and get out the equity, right? So... That would be good. Or you could borrow against the equity, get a, a HELOC, a home equity line of credit, something like that, uh, even though your credit score oh, I've, I've is tried. low. Is it, is it too though. low? Yeah. It's too low. Yeah. Yeah, so then yeah. If, if you get a hard money loan, you know that what that means is your your interest rate's going to be real high. But exact dep- But it depends on uh, what you need. I mean, a high interest rate, look, we've done that before. We said, look, uh, we'll pay a high interest rate to get the money to get us out of the situation we're in and then will we finance that loan or and get a lower interest rate or you just bite the bullet, you know, cause uh, let's say you have to pay 30%. I mean, that's a lot, right? That's how much it would cost you if you took money out of your retirement or whatever. But let's just say it was straight up 30%. Well, you know, if you needed $10,000, I'd hate giving up 30%. But if I really needed seven out of that $10,000, then i mm-hmm. then I do it. You know what I'm saying? But if I don't have to do that, I don't want to do it. Are you in a situation where you really need that hard cash right now so it's worth paying extra yeah, percentage for it?
4: Yeah. What What it is is I have a four-unit apartment building, so I am reside in one of the units, so I need the additional funds to basically renovate the other units. So once I can get them renovated, it, the, basically the, the building
2: will sustain itself at that point in time. How long so would it take to renovate that, it?
4: Oh, probably um, I don't know four months, I guess at tops.
2: How long you think it'd take to sell your property?
4: Um, well, I've already dealt. I've dealt with one. Um, I've got with one realtor to do like see what the Market prospects is. would be for like a cash deal.
2: Mm-hmm. But they said
4: that they could close like in thirty days.
2: Do you really need the property?
4: I want the property. Right. Hey, I understand. <laughs> like I, said, I understand. I, um, in D.C., I paid six years ago, I paid like $318 for it's, it's Some neighborhoods, four unit yeah. apartment buildings going for like $1.4 million.
2: I understand. Now, that property, does it have living conditions on it?
4: Uh, when you say living conditions, what do you mean? Can,
2: can somebody rent that property from you?
4: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And are they? Well, not as of yet now. That's that's the reason I'm talking about the hard money loan, so I can renovate the two units so they can be, like, rented out and things along those lines.
2: Yeah, I understand. So, you know, what you might want to do then, depending on how much you need, how much do you need?
4: Probably like about fifty sixty thousand and that's the reason why I said I looked at the hard money loan yeah but it was like twelve percent thirty thousand dollar fees and what it had and yeah. you
2: know so well you know again I would depending on how much you need it if that's what's going to get you out of the hole pay to twelve percent you know yeah so you could get four percent at a at a establishment where you know your credit is eight hundred and and they're all over you and you only pay you know three or four percent yeah 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 but that's not your scenario but if you can get right. that, if you can get that kind of money at twelve percent, get it, get the renovations okay. done, and then make your money back on the back end. You know, so okay. just count it as a, you know, it's the cost of doing business. So I would say if you're going to get sixty thousand dollars and it's going to cost you a six thousand or seven thousand on top of it, you know, you're going to make that up in your rent with just a couple of months anyway. Okay, that's my two cents on it anyway. Okay. I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, thanks for trusting me with it, uh, Joseph. Let me know when that things turn around. I'd love to hear God's testimony through you on this one. I'll I will I'll definitely keep you updated. You got it, my brother. Blessings to you. Eight 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 four three bridge. If you're just tuning in, the theology of success is our topic. Do you believe God wants you to be a success? And if so, maybe I can help get you in that direction. If not, uh, it's not going to help you too much because if you don't believe God wants you to be a success, then you're not going to fall into it. Uh, that's for sure. Eight, 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 four, three, two, seven, four, three, four. God tells us, by the way, how to be this kind of success. It's not like, uh, uh, you know, he's telling us, no, I want you to be in poverty. I want you to be stricken with, with a poverty mindset. I really want you to struggle, uh, and, uh, you know, hand to mouth and paycheck to paycheck or no job at all, but it's God's will. Has anybody ever told you that like poverty is God's will for you? It's not God's will for you. Uh, it may be what God allows uh, for a time period, but God doesn't desire for you to uh, be stuck in poverty. It's not his desire. Now, again, this is my belief system. It's Theological uh, Thursday, right? So I'm telling you my theology. You don't have to agree with it, but at least test it, push it. You may call me and say, no, I totally disagree with that. That's okay. Tell me. Because if we don't stretch and push, then other people are listening aren't quite sure either. And some some are going to agree with me. Some are going to agree with you. Uh, Some are going to agree with your pastor. Some are going to agree with with a different pastor and this author and a different author. It's okay. Uh, We have the freedom of ideas, but why am I saying it? Why do I believe that God wants you uh, to be a success? And why do I believe that God desires that you not um, stay in poverty? Here's something else. I don't believe God wants you to be sick. Um, So, you know, sickness comes because of the sin in the world, because of the fall of man. So it doesn't mean that God is not going to allow you to be sick, but he didn't want you to stay there his desires to get you. Well, (laughs) Jesus said, what do you want? I want to be well, (laughs) you know, God's desire is not that you're blind. Uh, but you know, what do you want? Well, I want to see, okay. The reason you were blind is because the Lord was doing the testimony. I'm not telling you there's not reasons for poverty. There's not reasons for blindness. There's not reasons for sickness. What I'm saying is that's not God's desire for you forever. For sure. Uh, if it was, then he would, uh, uh, when you go to heaven, heaven would be a place of great poverty, but did you notice that heaven is nothing like poverty? In fact, it's a deliverance from it. 888-432-7434. Let's go to, well, I guess it's, mm, is it Gina in Washington, D.C.? Let's go there. Line two, please. Hi, Gina, how are you? I'm doing good. Thank you
5: for taking my call.
2: My pleasure. I'd
5: like to mention that I think that success is very relative because um, some people will define success, one person will define success very different from yeah. how someone else will define success. I agree. How I define success is fulfillment, you know. Yeah. It's being fulfilled yeah. in either my career yeah. or being fulfilled in the state that I'm currently in or being able to use my talents and
2: Yeah. Yeah. That God
5: has given me, and being in the right place at the right time. Yeah, uh, that's I define that as success. I know yeah. that there are people that will say, "If you have Jesus, you have everything." So,
2: <laughs> right. Uh, right. Yeah, I'm, I'm with I'm with you on it. I'm with you. Hey, did I lose you? Uh, looks like I lost you there, Gina. I'm so sorry, but I think I got your point. If you want to call back to clarify, but I think I got your point. I think you're right. I think fulfillment is, uh, in uh, satisfaction. I think Jesus was satisfied and fulfilled when he completed the work God gave him to do. And that's why in uh, John 17:4 it says, I have brought you glory on the earth by completing the work you gave me to do. I mean, that is success, right? When you complete what God has given you, uh, to do. So, uh, for sure. Uh, I believe uh that fulfillment is success, and I know you're right in the middle of your talking uh but please uh give me a call back if you want to all right my number is eight 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 four three two seven four three four uh that's triple eight four three bridge. We are talking today about the theology of good success. I want to hear from you. do you believe that God wants you to be a success? What does that mean for you? And maybe I can help get you there. Triple eight four three bridge. Let's go to Maria in Washington D.C. Hi, Maria. Welcome to the show. How are you?
6: Good. How are you, Doctor Anderson? Thank you for taking my call. Um, I've been listening to mm-hmm. you um, for a while now, mm-hmm. and you're just such an inspiration. Oh, thank and you. I turn on the radio, and I just, I just love listening to you every day.
2: Well, I'm smiling right now, so thank you so much for saying that. How can I serve you today?
6: Well, um, I just had a little bit of a comment, I guess, for everybody who's listening out there. Um, I worked in the hotel industry for more than 10 years, and it just never really worked out. Mm-hmm. And um, my husband always tells, would tell me, it's not it's not you. It's not what you were here to do. It's not you. So I keep pushing it and pushing it and saying, you know... I'm going to keep doing it. You know, mm-hmm. it just never turned out good. And mm. I, and then one day I sat at my desk and mm-hmm. I said, I asked myself, well, I asked God, I said, God, I'm here for a purpose, mm-hmm. and um, this is not it. Mm. So I, I just basically just took it as that, and I I, I had a talk with him, Me and him had a talk. Mm.
2: And, and what <laughs> and I said, what happened? I got about thirty seconds before my break. I'd love to see how this turns. What happened?
6: Oh, it well it. It turned out to the best. I started googling um, places I love dogs, so that's what I do—dog grooming. So oh,
7: wow! I got
6: into that, and um, now I have my own business, and it's I a mobile it. grooming business. Love I it! I love it. I I get up every morning, and it's like, like it it's all because of him.
2: I love it. And, and what um, areas do you serve?
6: Um, DC area, mostly DC area. That is
2: wonderful, um, and
6: then G- Virginia as well.
2: And what's the name of your business? Yeah, In case of... anybody's interested, what's the name of your business? Bark, uh,
6: bark, and scrub.
2: Bark, bark, and scrub. I love it. All right, Maria. Listen, I'm gonna yes. let um, I'm gonna let you go because I got to run to my commercial break. What a great story! Yes. You're doing what you want to do. God bless you. I love it, and I hope somebody calls. Bark, bark, and scrub. <laughs> All right, eight 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 four three two seven four. 34 in just three minutes. I'm coming right back to you. I've got two or three open lines, so if you want to get in, now's the time. Get in before somebody else does. I'm coming back to Gina. I'm coming to Keisha in Arlington. I want to come to you. 888 432 7434
1: I want to jam it with you. We're charm it, charm it. And I hope you like
8: National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-810-6964.
1: 800-810-6964. That's 800-810-6964. Of
8: a, a few years ago, I started noticing how quick my legs got tired, sore, and heavy feeling. I'm over 40, so I figured par for the course, right? But then my doctor told me about vein disease. Vein disease is more commonly recognized as those naughty, bulging, varicose, or spider veins. But you can still have it and not see the obvious signs. In fact, vein disease is typically undiagnosed and can be debilitating if left untreated. So I went to the specialist at Vein Clinics of America for a free evaluation. They've been successfully treating vein disease for over over 35 years. One easy test and they can tell you definitely whether you have it or don't. I did. Treatments were minimally invasive. It was covered by my insurance and now my ugly varicose and spider veins are gone. Thanks to Vein Clinics of America, my legs feel years younger and I'm able to wear shorts and skirts again. So call Vein Clinics of America now to see if you qualify for a free consultation. Call 800-303-4141. That's 800-303-4141. 800-303-4141. Stocks and options trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Fire your stockbroker and
9: hire yourself. I'm Scott Bauer, and I've been a professional trader for over 25 years. I've traded for Goldman Sachs and was the first Amazon market maker at the Chicago Board Options Exchange. I'm also the CEO here at Prosper Trading Academy, the leading educational firm teaching people how to trade the markets. For a limited time, I'm giving away one of my favorite secret trading techniques used by thousands of our students every day, to help build their financial future to learn this technique right now call my 24 7 voicemail and just leave your email address i'll email you my free trading technique right away just call 1-800-228-2155 this is the very information my students use every day to invest in their financial future again Call 1-800-228-2155 in the next 30 minutes and leave your email address on my voicemail. That's 1-800-228-2155. Call 1-800-228-2155.
1: Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. It's
2: Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson Bridgeway Community Church in Columbia, Maryland, is having its first Mental Health and Faith Conference. If you want to know more information, it's on May 19th, Saturday, all day from 7.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Just uh, shoot an email to bccmentalhealthandfaith at gmail.com. Again, shoot an email if you're interested in attending or getting more information. The email goes to bccmentalhealthandfaith.com at gmail.com. While we're at it, uh, Bridgeway Community Church in Columbia, Maryland, is giving birth to a new campus in Owens Mills, Reisterstown, Maryland. It happens on May thirteenth, two 2018. The service is at 1030, and it's at uh, 11301 Red Run Boulevard in Owens Mills, Maryland. So all you got to do is drive on Red Run Boulevard until you see a big old Bridgeway Community Church sign. The service is there. Mother's Day, May 13th, 2018 at 10.30 a.m. All right, 888-432-7434. If you're just joining us, we're talking about the theology of good success. Do you believe God wants you to be a success? And if so, what does that mean to you and how you're going to get there? Maybe I can help coach you through it. Let's go back to Gina, uh, who was calling earlier from Washington, D.C. Hi, Gina. Welcome back.
5: Thank you. Thank you. Um, so what I was saying, I think you you did take it up from there, but fulfillment is success to me. Mm-hmm. Now, there are people who say if they have Jesus, I mean, they have Jesus, they have everything. So yeah. that's um, success to them. So right. Nothing else matters.
7: Mm-hmm.
5: While that is true, I don't believe that that is everything. Because we're still living on this earth. I mean, we still have to
2: buy and sell. um, um, So
5: I I don't believe if you have Jesus, then
7: that's
2: it. Sure. Jesus Jesus saves us. Jesus uh, sanctifies us. But if he wanted to just take us home, uh, he'd take us home right away. If he leaves us on the earth, it's because he has a purpose for us. And I think you make a good point about the fulfillment. When you're doing the purpose that the Lord has for you, it also brings fulfillment and uh, and meaning, right. doesn't it, Miss Gina?
5: That's absolutely right.
2: Amen. I, and
5: my question is: So, how long do you, if you are in, a, say, for example, a career and you know that you know that that's not what you should be doing, you're very miserable. Everything in you cries out that you should Mm -hmm. leave there, but then there is no other option. So you continue to go there every day, but each time you see the building, you know you shouldn't be here. You know you should be doing something else. How long can you stay in that position while you're still looking, but how long, if nothing else is coming up, do you continue to go there until something comes up? It takes five years, ten years. What what is your advice on
2: that? My advice is to get a plan on getting out, but you got to have a plan. I wouldn't leave a job if it's paying you money that can pay your rent or your bills just because you don't like it. There's a lot of things we got to do that we don't like. And so uh, make that money. But if you just keep making that money and keep working there and keep hating the job but you're not planning or or investing in your future, then you're going to be there five years or ten years from now. So the question is not how long do I stay here? The question is how long do I um wait before I get started with a plan. You see, cuz uh you, you got to have a plan to get out. You got to have a plan to invest into your future. So it's not how long do I stay here. You you determine how long you stay in a bad job by uh, determining when are you going to get started planning to get out. But I think you would start that plan right now. You know, so do do I need well, yeah. Mhm go ahead.
5: So if the plan, well, the plan would be to find another job, and the person is looking and looking and looking. It's been two, three years, nothing else is coming out, and the person continues. How long should the person? Should the person? Because there are people who say they've left their job and finally something opened, yeah. and it wouldn't have they have, wouldn't have seen it if they hadn't
2: left what? where they are. If you they're not getting, I mean? if they're it's not like, getting another job, there's a problem in a job market where people are looking for people to hire. So the question is, what's wrong with the resume? What's wrong with the pedigree? Uh, Why are they not getting a job? That's the issue. If They've been looking for three years. uh, What industry is it like they need? They need a job coach. They need someone that could sit down with them. I'd go find a headhunter and sit down with the headhunter and say, hey, listen, help me get a job. And they will help you formulate your resume, send it to the right people. But there's no reason why it should take three years to to get a better job than the one you have unless something's defective with the person, the resume, or the market. Well, the market is doing great now. So the question is, what industry and what does that resume look like? And how is the person interviewing? A lot of people don't know how to interview. We've done shows here where we try to teach people how to interview. Uh, So that may be something to think about as well. Okay? Okay. That's true. That's yeah. true. Thank you. Oh, you're so welcome, Miss Gina. Lord bless you. Hey, listen, i got to run to my break again, but as soon as I get back, my first call on the other side is Keisha in Arlington. Then, Christian, I'm coming to you in Fairfax. And, by the way, I have two open lines if you want to get in. Now's the time to do it before uh, we get to the end of the show and you can't get in. So uh, this is the time. If you're thinking about it, stop thinking about it. Pick up the phone and hit 888 bridge. You're listening to Real Talk with dr david anderson
3: when asked the question raised by her professor why are you here at omega graduate school sebla digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School formerly known as Oxford Graduate School and your education as a working adult is important to him to God and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800 933 6188
8: Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. That's
3: another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc
2: have you heard any good lawyer jokes lately well let me tell you about a lawyer who is no joke that's James McCollum he's a no nonsense attorney who understands the law and he knows the Lord when I have need of legal advice I have contacted James McCollum if you need legal representation contact James McCollum at 301-864-6070 that's attorney James McCollum at
1: 301-864-6070 and that's no joke Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. And I'm back. It's Real
2: Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We are talking about the theology of good success. I believe God wants you to be a success. What does that mean to you, and how can I help you get there? How can we help each other get there? What does God want you to do, and uh, what are the next steps? Sometimes it's not always the big vision in the field future it's what do i do now well maybe i can help you at an intersection if you happen to be there today my number is 888-432-7434 as promised i'm going to arlington virginia right now to talk to keisha who's on the line hello miss keisha welcome to the show how you doing
10: i'm good how are you
2: doing wonderfully thanks for calling how can i serve you today
10: Yes, Um, my question is kind of um, a spinoff from Gina's, where when you when you have prayed about where you your career path, where God wants you to go, when you've actually had a had someone to review your resume, you've invested in somebody to look it over. Yeah, um, you interview fairly well, and those doors still don't open. Is Mm -hmm. it a thing where? I know natural and spiritual go together for it, sure. but is it just saying? Is it just him simply saying, "Oh, it's not time yet. I'm not ready to open the door," or is it just like, at, at what point do you just kind of have to? Is it where you just continually are asking God, like, "What do you want me to do? What do you yeah. want me to do?" And yeah. that door is. Not opening for you, but you see it opening for so many other people, and you're yeah. happy for them. Yeah, but you're still like, what is it that I'm not doing sure. that I should do? So I'm, I'm just I'm struggling with that.
2: Well, it's a great question. So this is where faith comes in. Where you have to say, you know, my change is going to come, uh, my my job is going to come, <laughs> my door is going to open, and you begin speaking that faith out only because you truly believe that it's coming. You don't know when, you don't know how, but if you truly believe in your heart that God is moving you from one place to another and that you're not happy where you are, you got to believe that that change will come. But sometimes it's speaking that faith out and standing and activating on that faith. uh, And it will come, you know, but I don't think you give up. I don't Mm -hmm. think you just kind of say, you know what, I'm just going to stop. Now, what you can do is to to give up worrying about it now that you can give up. You can be like, look, I'm not going to worry about this. I know God's got it. God, I don't know how, when, I've done all I can do, and so I'm leaving it up to right. you. Now that's that's not giving up, that's giving it up. Uh, you know what I'm saying? The difference between giving up and okay. giving it right. up are two different things. I think sometimes what happens is we don't give it up. you know so we, we keep striving, we keep yeah, striving okay. and we keep striving, but we haven't really given it up, right And we keep working and keep working and keep working. Sometimes you have to say, you know, Lord, I'm giving it up. Now, it doesn't mean you're giving up. You're, you're not going <laughs> to s- stop sending out resumes. You're mm-hmm. not going to stop making phone calls. And what a lot of people don't do, and I'm sure you're doing this, Keisha, but for everybody else who's listening, mm-hmm. they don't network. Networking mm-hmm. is absolutely critical. If you just stay behind a computer right. and send your resume out, that's not going to do it for you. you got to network with people.
10: Right. You know what I'm saying? So, and my last question, right, since you were talking about What does striving mean? Is it just simply you do the natural work, but how does the striving come into it? Like, how do you cease from striving?
2: Well, it depends. I mean, again, ceasing from striving or pressing on, depending on what verse you're looking at, you know, pressing on toward the mark. You're striving for the goal, you know, and the goal is to honor Christ in all of this. It doesn't mean I'm going to stop working, all right, because we're supposed to keep working while it is day. But when night cometh, when no man should work, then that's a different story. But you should keep working and keep working. But let's look at stop striving as stop stressing. Okay? Okay. Because there's a difference there. Uh, And sometimes we're using words that we don't normally use in our vernacular. So sometimes we don't use the word strive very much. And then when you read it in the Scripture, you're not quite sure what that means. The Scripture is all about pressing on. It's all about working hard. Um, but it's also about not stressing because you actually have faith to believe that God's going to come through for you. But, but at the same time, you got to listen to the Holy right. spirit because you got the Martha and the Mary situation where Mary sits at Jesus's feet. Martha's still striving. She's still working. She's still stressing, but notice it's not the work. It's the stress. See, a lot of people get on Martha. Mm-hmm. A lot of people mm-hmm. get on Martha because she's working. But, you see, it's not the work that's the problem. It's the stress. Lord, could you tell her to do something? I'm in here trying to clean all this up, and she's sitting at your feet. See, that's stress. That has nothing to do with her work. It has to do with her stress about having a dirty house, a dirty kitchen, and missing the most important thing in front of her.
11: Right.
2: You see what I'm saying? Thank
10: you so much. I really appreciate it. That makes sense. Is that helpful? It is. Thank you so much.
2: All right, Keisha, keep activating your faith, and I think that God's going to come through. But start telling uh, yourself and believing that my change is going to come. And, Lord, I'm going to stop stressing over it because I know that you're bringing my change. I'm going to celebrate with other people, but I'm also uh, going to trust that my breakthrough is about to come as well. So I hope that's helpful to you. Let's go to David, who's in Hailthorpe, Maryland. Uh, David, how are you doing?
11: fine doc uh first time caller
2: well,
1: i just want welcome. to
11: make a comment i um, i listen i catch a radio station sometime when i'm driving home
2: mm-hmm.
11: and the, the young lady that called that was talking about the job yeah i agree with you when you were saying that we should keep working and keep doing if it's paying the bills because the bible says to exercise wisdom in all things right and to do that is wise but also there could be demonic elements with that job right? That I, I minister to a lot of people and they do not seek God in a deep enough level, meaning to fast and pray mm-hmm. and to find out what is the root cause of why the job, whether you don't like it or why it's so stressful. Mm. And a lot of people do not go to that level of spiritual warfare
2: to right. find out
11: what it is. Yeah. The job may be of a, of where you're under attack because mm-hmm. you're the only light in the room.
2: Yeah, it's possible.
11: And then the, the job could possibly be there's things going on in you yeah. that God wants you to change.
2: Yeah, yeah.
11: And by seeking God enough, you will find out exactly what the root cause is, yeah. and then you can deal accordingly with that. Well, I— d- but to,
2: uh, I, I would just jump in. Ahead. No, I would just jump in and say, I'm in agreement with you, David. Thank you, because <clears throat> you are adding uh, value to the conversation. And uh, when it comes to how we're succeeding on our job, sometimes we do have to take it before the Lord to make sure there isn't uh, some spiritual attack, or maybe there is and we have to attack it, and, you know, defend it with the spiritual armor God has given us. So uh, you've added value to the conversation. I couldn't agree with you more.
11: Thank you. I, I want to share this real quickly. I work, I do construction. I've been doing it for 44 years. I'm an equipment operator, and I love what I do mm. because God told me it. not only do I build physically, but spiritually you build mm. people. Yeah. And I was working, and then I got to a point to where I didn't like the job. Mm. And one day God spoke to me and said, who do you work for? Mm. And I said, I work for this, such, such company. He mm. says, well, who do you work for? And I said, I work for the union and blah, blah, blah. And God said, who do you work for? And I stopped. And I said, I work for you, Lord. Mm. He said, well, then stop worrying about everybody else around you and focus on
2: How about what that? I sent you mm. there to do. There's you're not a word. To
11: go there to preach. You're to go there to work.
2: There's a someone word. If
11: speaks to you, then you're supposed to share what you know.
2: I like it. I like it. What a testimony. It's so true. I love it. Thank you for sharing it, David, from Hellthorpe, uh, Maryland. I love every bit of it. All right. Hey, let's go to uh, Christian in Fairfax. Virginia, hi, Kristen. It's Doctor Anderson here. How you doing?
7: Hey, Doctor Anderson. Thanks for having me.
2: Absolutely. What's your comment or question, quickly, please?
7: Well, I did have a lot of questions, but uh, for the past few callers, know, especially uh, David's, uh, you know, last uh, comments over there—that that was really something, right there. I, um, I, I really, well, Mike, let's put it this way: I was uh, God's been opening doors to me. Okay. Yeah, you know, working in the. Film and industry, and um, I guess for now, since the comments kind of answered my question already, I'd like to have a prayer whether this is what God wants from me. Uh has mm. opening doors, yeah, but at the same time, you know, uh, I believe there's a test in between, especially what David said. You know, who am I working for? Mm. And uh, whether you know, I, I don't want to deceive myself and be like, I want to be in this for me.
2: Yeah, I don't
7: know why He put this weird. Dece- to, to go in the film industry, I, I don't see that, but all these other ones, and now I'm
2: breaking into film slowly but surely. Now let me oh let me make sure I understand. Let me make sure I understand you because I'm having a hard time with the phone, uh, hearing you. It's a bit muffled, Christian. But am I hearing you say God's opening doors, but you're still trying to figure out if this is what God wants for you? Yeah, I understand. I understand. Well, you know what? I I I love the fact that He's opening doors. Uh, if it's paying your bills. And if you are surrendered to the Holy Spirit every day, go out there and do what you do well. Make that money. Honor God. And if he opens doors, walk through them by faith. And unless you see something evil or demonic, keep moving because God wants to promote you from one level to the next level. If he's opened the doors, uh, then go through the doors he's opening. If you don't think that there are doors that he's opening and somebody else is opening, then you've got to take that before the Lord as well. But, man— it's a beautiful thing to have opportunities and to have open doors. You pray and ask God, and then you step through it by faith, trusting that he's going through it with you. Hey, listen, Christian, I got to run. I'm going to my break. When I get back, uh, let's see if I can get another call or two in. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson.
12: This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. Anybody who's paying attention to the news knows that Twitter's leadership is politically biased. But you might not know that the social media giant has gone beyond censoring alleged extreme right-wing users to shadow banning mainstream GOP congressmen. Shadow banning is when an account and their tweets are hidden from others without the user being notified. In a public statement, Twitter denied that they shadow ban people, but they changed the definition of shadow ban in order to do so. And then they undid the bans, which they deny ever having made in the first place. Of course, Twitter has a First Amendment right to ban whatever speech they want to. But if Twitter executives use corporate resources to push their own political hobbies, then they are misusing shareholder assets, and they should stop. Now, I'm Jerry Boyer.
0: The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu.
12: Dr. Tony Evans of The Urban Alternative is coming to the Washington, D.C. area for an evening of worship and the word as we come together crossing lines that would normally divide us to worship without walls. This is WAVA's Director of Ministry, Dennis Williams, and I want to personally invite you to this unforgettable event on Thursday, September 20th at Christian Fellowship Church in Ashburn, Virginia. Just as we experience Dr. Evans' teaching daily on WAVA, we will join him live as he brings the message of God's word for our day. Dr. Evans will be joined by his son, recording artist, and NBC The Voice alumni, Anthony Evans, to lead us in praise and worship. Don't miss this anointed evening of worship and the Word. Mark your calendars now for September the 20th. Go to wava.com, keyword Evans. That's wava.com,
1: keyword Evans. Without Walls is presented by Sherman James Productions, along with Food for the Hungry and WAVA Radio. Go to wava.com, keyword Evans. That's wava.com, keyword Evans. This
0: is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute.
1: Last week,
8: the FDA signed a contract with a middleman selling aborted baby body parts to experiment on humanized mice. Advanced bioscience resources will likely provide liver and thymus from these babies to be put into mice to develop a functioning human immune system. Evidence shows the babies are likely five or six months along in pregnancy, The FDA requires fresh human tissues, but refused to answer how many babies the experimentation would require. Nor would they say if the mothers who donated their aborted babies knew the tissue would be transplanted into mice. It's pure evil they would commit such heinous acts in the name of science. And researchers are foolish if they think God is simply looking the other way.
0: Like us on Facebook at Life Issues and stay informed, more informed than you've ever been.
1: This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit Andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's Andersonspeaks.com.
2: And I'm back. Thank you so much for whenever you uh, encourage this program with your financial gifts. And uh big thank you to Best Buy Waterproofing, uh, who gives a $500 gift every time they do business with one of my listeners. That's BestBuyWaterproofing.com. Or you can always give them a call at 844-980-3707. Well, we've been talking about the theology of good success. Success really is accomplishing what God has called you to do. That's why it's different for each person because uh God hasn't called everybody to be a radio talk show host or a pastor or an author. Uh he hasn't called everybody to be an engineer or a doctor or a lawyer or a street sweeper or you know, there's things that you do that's a job, but it doesn't necessarily mean uh that it is uh, the end place where you will be remember what you're doing now may simply be your transportation to your destination that's why you don't want to uh, despise anything that you are learning and doing because God works everything out together for the good to those who love him and are called according to his purpose Romans 8:28 so if you're the called uh, and if you're living on purpose then God's not going to waste uh, those experiences and those things that you've learned. Now, you may not know um, why you are learning how to do accounting now because you never really uh, thought that you'd be an accountant for the rest of your life, but you'll find out that those accounting skills will be necessary when you end up owning your own company 10 years from now that hasn't even been put on your brain yet as a desire because God hasn't dropped it on you yet. But then he drops it on you uh, seven years from now. You get the loan eight years from now. And by 10 years from now, you're rolling with a new business that God has already dropped in your mind. And you realize that those accounting skills uh, and those networking skills and all those other jobs that you had, God is working it all together for good to help you accomplish the purpose he had already designed for you. So, friends, just know God is sovereign. You can still plan. You can still work. And remember what I said from Proverbs sixteen three, and that is what the text says. It says, "Commit uh, everything that you do to the Lord, and your plans will succeed." You, you ought to write that down. Put it on a post-it or on a little three by five card. Text it to yourself so you uh, have it in your phone. Uh, Proverbs sixteen three, commit whatever you do to the Lord. And your plans will succeed. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you for today's show. Thank you that uh, we can be a success if we are in you doing what you've called us to do. Give us your wisdom. Give us your discernment. In the name of Jesus, I pray for every one of my listeners under the sound of my voice. Amen and amen.